0: Peoples.
1: Hello to the peoples. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, (laughs) that's one way. Welcome back to Ekion Stuff. Hello. How has your... Wait, when was the last time we recorded? Mm, A couple weeks. It's been a couple days, technically, since it's been posted. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, how has your couple days been? (laughs) Well, some people, I feel like,
0: binge listen, so... Probably. How was it an hour ago? Mm-hmm. <laughs> or two hours ago? Whatever. Or two hour, whatever. How's your day going? Period.
1: I'm actually having a pretty good Monday. Mondays are usually really uh, depressing.
0: <laughs> That's good. I keep forgetting. Like I don't know why. Like Mondays lately have been like really long for me. Mm-hmm. So not that I've had like bad days per se. It's just like oh, it's still Monday. Mm-hmm. Instead of like I thought we were already on Wednesday. <laughs> Jesus Christ. not wednesday but you know <laughs> but, tuesday or something i don't know but you know that's, that's a lot
1: of days you're skipping there I, uh,
0: nothing makes sense anymore not, like my timeline and my brain it's just, it, makes it doesn't make that sense doesn't make sense that's true yeah so um but yeah my timeline is still kind of messed up <laughs> wait does someone just sneeze
1: uh bless you <laughs> <laughs> i'm
0: telling you this is the life of uh, podcasters. There's always something.
1: Well, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, pretty much today we're going to be going over, uh, a looks like a list of comebacks that are happening, or happened yeah. and are happening. Yeah. And um,
0: announcements.
1: And announcements. Mm-hmm. And then there is a hot topic that we will be talking about a little later.
0: <laughs> it's always a hot topic. Well, it's like, I'm very comfortable with it. Cause I'm, I, I like to think I'm knowledgeable in the subject. Mm-hmm. So I don't ever really mind. If anything, it's just more like whenever I have to do it, I'm like, okay, I have to do like research, you know, cause you know, I have to do research for it. And it's more of a uh, tiring in the sense of having to do research, but not tiring. And because of that, I mind talking about it,
1: mm-hmm. but like, I feel like that's the thing people need to do more research. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, but that's just with everyone. We we'll save that for later. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess, should we say what the topic is? Or should we just. It's going
0: it, to be in the title. It's going to be it, in the whatever. title. Okay. They know. they know what it is. <laughs> but um, we'll go with the quick stuff first. So, if you're based in South Florida or live in South Florida or whatever, I say based because we have to say that. But if you live in South Florida or Florida and you want to do a road trip,. um. A miracle has happened. VT Cosmetics is actually having a pop-up here in Miami. And by Miami, they mean Miramar. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> um, there is a Korean bakery that is um, a chain here in South Florida uh, called Paris Morning Bakery. I didn't and
1: even realize they were a chain.
0: Yeah, they have three, now four, mm-hmm. stores open. So, it's That's kind awesome. of a chain. Yeah. So they have um, one in Davie, one in Lauderhill, one in Boca, I think. Something like that. And they just recently opened one in Miramar. So they're going to have the pop-up shop for VT VT and BTS cosmetics um, pop-up shop over there. It's going to be 10 a.m. So, but I know how ARMY is and I'm going to be there early. Because I'm not dealing with that.
1: We'll be sitting <laughs> in the car at like seven.
0: <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um. No, I, I don't want to be there at seven. But like, I want to be there like at maybe eight, eight thirty. Okay.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> I mean, I don't want to be there at seven. Please don't make me be there at seven. <laughs> it's. <laughs> I'll see how I feel. But um, <laughs> like You
1: get there at 7, there's like a line. Oh my already. god.
0: I hope not. I hope. And especially because like the location, just so you know, I went there yesterday just so I could like scoop the area just in case because I live so close to Miramar. So it's definitely like a little plaza, main street looking thing. Mm-hmm. So parking is kind of lame. I think they have a parking garage, but I would avoid that entirely if you have the money to uber or get dropped off it's just better that way i feel and they're gonna have like um like if you buy more than 50 dollars on stuff you get like a bunch of free shit but that's like the first hundred people i think mm-hmm. so which would be nice if you make it to be one to of be the, the first one hundred you know yeah so we'll try but no promises um but that's gonna happen on october this is happening saturday october 12th and Sunday, October 13. So now... I hope
1: they brought enough stuff. <laughs> uh,
0: I don't know. I hope that they're prepared. They should know by now, man. <laughs> right? They like, know. I hope
1: they have enough stuff for, the Because like, the first the time they did day. it,
0: the first time they did it in Korea, they got completely swamped and they were just like, uh, well. So I think they should know by now. But, um, yeah, from 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. They're going to be doing their thing. And, yeah, so you could always go follow vtcosmetics.usa. On Instagram. They have the info there. They have the address on there too. Now keep in mind that you can't google Paris Morning Bakery for the Miramar yet- uh, Miramar location. I don't know why but it's just not in the Miramar location like on Google. So just look up the one that's on Instagram. Just write it down and type it up but um yeah because I can't find it on Google anywhere. And the staff was no help when I was, like, calling to ask them. They're like, we think it's open. I'm like, you think it's open? You work for the company. You think you should know if it's open. Anyway, so that's one thing that's happening in South Florida. Um, And then, let's see. Oh, yeah. There was, like, a buttload of comebacks recently.
1: Mm-hmm. Bunch of new songs dropping. Yeah, lots
0: of new singles. And um, some of them are naughty. Naughty, naughty, naughty. <laughs>
1: But, I mean, you can expect that from Jesse. Sickay, <laughs> I would just I would expect it, but it was like kind of I don't know came nowhere. out of nowhere. Yeah, and
0: then also uh, Monster X that I wasn't expecting.
1: What should have expected? Oh my god, you are right! I totally forgot yeah. about that. Yeah.
0: Wow, yeah. wow. <laughs> <laughs> um, but Vix Monster X came out with a single card. I love. I think cards, single comeback song thing, is probably my favorite so far and i just can't you're not into it it's like, I, can't I love it. no
1: it's not even that it's just sometimes you know when you like a song but there's just like a certain lyric in there that you're like god
0: why in the card
1: yes wait which the, one Liddy Liddy the, the Liddy thing litty? The, mm-hmm. i i just i can't <laughs> i can't i'm like i hear it and i'm like <sighs> <sighs> um
0: i don't even know what it means
1: i think they i'm pretty sure it means they get dumb like lit like they get crazy oh like when people say go dumb
0: well i knew the whole like dumb thing because they're like
1: i'm assuming that's what litty means
0: (laughs) i thought i don't know that it was maybe like. (laughs) good job (laughs) i thought maybe it was like a play on words for something Mm -hmm. other than lit but I didn't t- I didn't put two or two together. I don't I don't know.
1: It might be. I don't know. But that's I the first don't. thing that popped in my head. I was like, okay. Yeah. But I
0: almost barely hear it, to be honest. Mm-hmm. All I hear is the dumb part. But that's just me.
1: I wish I could tune it out. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but I do like it a lot. Um Twice came out with a song, Jesse came out with a song, K came out with a song. Sick K, listen. <laughs> I love you. I really do. I you're like one of my favorites. Um your I went all the way to Atlanta to see you me and Naewin both went all the way to Atlanta to see you this one song it was great until what? why so aggressive you know what I'm talking about you know the one part that I'm talking about that was very aggressive and it was just out of nowhere <laughs> and it just throws me out of the song like the whole song is great until that one part I you almost wish like there was me? a censored version, and I normally don't care.
1: <laughs> it's just, like... I just think... I, I just feel like sometimes with certain artists, you have to get used to them being that vulgar. Like, if you don't come out the door, like, you know... But I don't be, care like if that, the
0: vulgarity is the it's a, way he said it. Yeah, Like, the...
1: the <laughs> you know? <laughs> that part? It could be his accent. <laughs> <sighs> It could Maybe. just be the way he pronounces it. I guess. To be honest, I would never think that they would be saying that word to me. Be- I mean, ah.
0: <laughs> vulgarity doesn't bother me. Mm-hmm. It's the way he said it, it was just so strong. He was
1: like he was like emphasizing, emphasizing,
0: <laughs> and it was so much that I was just like I you just threw me out of the song like let's say you're like oh yeah there's this new sexy song and you're like having a sexy time Mm -hmm. and then all of a sudden that shows up that totally will throw you out of the groove (laughs) like it'll be like well there goes that (laughs) (laughs) this is uh you know this is a little weird now that he said it that way it's just kind of out there and i don't know so but anyway um is, uh, is one is also Is one is also doing a, Or did a comeback, sorry One Us Zico Jackson um, Oh, so some of these are coming in October already So like, uh, Monster X Even though they have a single that came out Their official comeback is technically Like with the album and everything mm-hmm. Like a full album, is supposed to be in October like, Allegedly um, Super M,
1: of course we're very excited for super m and that teaser (laughs) like i like watching it i literally was like i don't i don't even i don't even know who i like anymore (laughs) mark absolutely destroyed me it was Mm -hmm. like like i knew i like mark i definitely out of everybody nct it's definitely mark and damn it's the other rapper and i can't remember his damn name um, but I was like, forget about Mark. And then Mark pops up and you're like, oh yeah, Mark. But in this thing, I was like, oh, Mark. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. I, I'm still, um, uh, uh, I'm like, Taman's still my main, but, but 10 is, is, is getting there. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> 10 is, is, uh, also testing me.
1: Um, it was like seeing them all for the first time. Yeah,
0: <laughs> like, yeah, and like the dancing thing. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know, man. Good I don't job, Asim. Good job on that. Jesus. I'm like worried, like about the concert. What am I going to do? Anyways, um, <laughs> 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 whenever they start a tour, what's going to happen with my life? Who knows? Um, a tease, dear lord. The 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 concept is beautiful.
1: Absolutely beautiful. I love it
0: like i love it i don't f-
1: jimin needs to baby you jimin. Need to relax okay just, little baby jimin yeah bro, please for my heart my soul <laughs> just relax you know you're not of age bruh but you're not well <laughs> for me you are
0: not this age to ride this ride um there's also stray kids super junior newest and day six
1: Bro, the fact that Super Junior is still going is absolutely crazy. And boy, did they grow up nicely.
0: Definitely, there's one of them that I have been eyeing for a while. And I can't remember his name right now. And they're of
1: age. And And you don't (laughs) have to feel bad. (laughs) I do not feel
0: bad at all. (laughs) Absolutely do not feel bad. But yeah, um, those are pretty much most of the comebacks. There's definitely a buttload more guys but you know we only have so much time to talk about everybody (laughs) but these are like the main ones that like most people like know and stuff like that there were more like before um in the other months but for this month and next month those are pretty much it there's rumors that bts's comeback might be in october 25th which is my anniversary but um uh... but nobody's like confirmed anything so far Mm -hmm. they're just like going off of one picture that could be like not real you know so nothing lord knows compared. we have enough army that know how to
1: edit <laughs>
0: edit and also like they probably just putting a date for shits and giggles yeah. they're not like actually have an official one you know what i mean and if they do and if that's like, date, we no, will announce
1: it on this day <laughs>
0: yeah it's not like you can do anything what are you gonna do you know the date good job like now you can't pre-order anything like no. you can't do anything so until i can be like oh you could pre-order the album like i don't and even then i still wait like i don't normally pre-order albums because i have spotify me
1: either yeah <laughs> stream <laughs> uh yeah i just stream i mean that and like m- my ps4 at home apparently doesn't play cds anymore uh, oh i never noticed that yeah no i tried to play a cd and it was like cannot compute and i was like really <laughs> are you that's serious
0: weird yeah well, it's really i mean weird. i play it in my car like my car has a cd player I so i don't have a car anymore well that's true but you're in my car, so you're listening to my- <laughs> when we go home. <laughs> but I usually just stream. And then I've gotten some albums because I got them as gifts. And I also um, bought two albums just because I was like, well, why pictures. not? <laughs> yeah, pictures. Um, but I do want this one only because I'm getting the army club pack thing. Mm-hmm. And it'll match, I feel, with the new album mm-hmm. so i'm excited for that and but i'm probably just gonna wait until i see it in person and be like oh i'll buy this which is really funny i've gotten the last two albums i've gotten because the ones that i got gifted were used so there's no cards or anything
1: mm-hmm.
0: but i know the point? i, I well, get the book I mean, I but i don't have the How
1: do people like just buy it just to get the pictures and they're like well i don't need this i stream <laughs> i
0: guess but um the uh the last two i've gotten the cards I have yet to have gotten Namjoon Damn it <laughs> <laughs> But it's okay But I love all of them So it's no pro- not a big deal But I remember I got My first one was Jin mm-hmm. And I would have kept it But my sister is definitely a Jin bias So I just gave it to her And um, I want to say the other one Well I bought um The BTS World 1 album mm-hmm. And I had Jimin In that one And J-Hope and I also have the other one was Jen, and J-Hope and V. I had a lot of cards there for some reason. <laughs> yeah, I I don't know how these things work because probably I don't just throw
1: them. In right I, don't, like, I know, right? Hmm, then <laughs> just throw <them> in.
0: <laughs> anyway, I'm there was like a lot generous of them, today, <laughs> I suppose. But um, but yeah, we'll see who I get in this card. I'll definitely have a video um, opening up the army club thing and whatnot. And probably the album, even if there's going to be like probably thousands of videos of it. I don't care. Anyway, (laughs) so that is my two cents for all of that. And I think that was it, right?
1: Uh, yeah.
0: I'm bad at saying things.
1: Oh my God, guys. Oh my God. Blast Jackson (laughs) with our YouTube video. Oh my God. (laughs) The Jackson Wang. Okay. Wang sauce. Yeah. You need to blast it to him.
0: Our friend is totally doing this, and I had no idea. She's been sending messages to him every day, like DMing him on Instagram. Telling him, hey, hey, these, these friends of mine, they did this video, and they love you, and you should watch it. P.S. I love you too. <laughs> <laughs> so she's been sending him messages apparently every day since the uh, video came out so he could see it. So I guess if you're bored Mm -hmm. and got nothing else to do, join her in
1: this so that she doesn't seem too crazy.
0: (laughs) (laughs) you know, help uh, our friend out. See and us and us that would be great. Our friend and us. If he watched it and said something about it, damn. Well, I would probably die.
1: I'd be so excited. But, like mission accomplished. I know. Uh, Is there Someone. anything else left to do in life? <laughs> I mean, there's another video coming out.
0: Probably by the time this comes out, uh, you'll see the new video, which mm-hmm. would be Wanho or Mossacks, but mostly Wanho because it's his, it's his obsession Ramyun. with Ramyun. <laughs> so uh, we do a Ramyun video, and it should be out by the time you listen to this. So, fun times. Um, but yeah, I think that's it for now, for the main things. If I think of something else, I'll, I'll tell you. But as of right now, I think that's it.
1: Okay, so on to the next. Uh, so this is the hot topic for today. Um. Cultural appropriation. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> Rainbows <and> such <sunshine>. a <laughs> But mostly about the chicken noodle soup, J-Hope and Becky G remake. Song Because this has definitely brought a lot of stuff out that I feel like a lot of Korean fans and actually non-black fans um, just don't pay attention to and or, I don't say they don't care. Ignorant would be the proper word about. Um, So basically i want to start off by saying um so when this song first came out actually i can't even i can't even say when the song came out so the promo pictures that came out i was like hmm, i'm feeling a type of way and i'm just gonna i'm just gonna wait so i heard the name of the song was chicken noodle soup and i was just like Okay,
0: <laughs> That's You mean specifically, thing. like, the night scene?
1: The, um, actually, yes, <coughs> yes. But Excuse for me. me, mostly, it was the name of the song, because, like, no. once I heard the name, I automatically knew what it was, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh, God, why? Why this song? So, um, for me, it was like, you know what? I'm just gonna, I'm gonna wait till the song comes out. I'm gonna, you know, just let me not. Feel some type of way yet? I just already knew that like there was a part of me that was like itching. Mm-hmm. So the song comes out, and I believe I listened to like maybe forty seconds of it, and I was like, okay, I I can't listen to it anymore. I need to take a second because my main thing was before I can fully in- enjoy this song, I need to make sure that the person, the main artist, the original artist, were getting their credit and getting their coin and basically just making sure that this wasn't being like taken from under their feet you know so for me on my side in my culture and in the black community like for me that's always that is always going to come first i yes i am a huge bts fan yes i love j-hope but i have to make sure that something isn't happening to my community before I can fully give my support to something. And I feel like a lot of people didn't understand that. And I feel like it's because they don't understand where we're coming from when it comes to these kind of issues, because they're basically just like, oh, it's just a song, they're doing tribute. And it's like, yes, I understand that. But in the music industry, as like from our past as you well know, well if or you don't a lot of things have been stolen from black culture. So, you have to understand that when someone of a different culture remakes something or takes something from of ours and makes it their own, we are going to feel some type of way because there are already wounds there and sometimes it's kind of putting salt on the wound. Now, I do want to say this, the song is great. I do love the song. I did find out that Becky, not Becky,
0: <laughs> Bianca. Bianca
1: is getting her coin. She's getting her credit. She's so three now million like, okay. to be exact.
0: Huh? Three million to be exact. Get
1: your <laughs> coin, bro. get your coin. She's getting
0: $3 million so, from
1: J-Hope. So, you know, like, I feel like people, when I, like when I said something, when I vocalized it, I feel like people automatically were like, when you have a fave, you don't want to hear anybody say anything bad. And it's like, once you say something, people automatically think that you're trying to talk shit or that you're trying to discredit this person. And it's like, no, I just I have a duty to myself to make sure that this is happening. So if you don't understand that, that's fine. But don't make it seem like I'm being I'm like overreacting or I'm being, oh, oh, no, here's the black girl who has something to say about something. (laughs) So like. Believe me, J-Hope loves hip-hop. It is in his blood. That is what he grew up on. He was a B-boy, and believe me, like, majority of that is always gonna be hip-hop music. Mm-hmm. So I know what he was doing was not with... It wasn't, it wasn't out of anything bad. Like, he wasn't doing anything bad. He wasn't trying to steal anything. It was his way of basically... Paying tribute to someone who
0: helped. hmm? An homage.
1: Yes. To Mm -hmm. pay tribute to someone who, who like got him into it. Mm -hmm. And this is where he is now. And that, that is amazing that out of everything, this was the song that he wanted to do. (laughs) Believe me, I like, we love this. We absolutely love it when people can take our culture and embrace it and completely understand it and, just show love and know that they have to show that they also have to give credit as well. Mm -hmm. So that's pretty much, that was pretty much the main thing for me was, you know, is Bianca getting her money though? (laughs) And then once I found that out, I was like, okay, I can listen to the song now. I'm good. Mm -hmm. I'm we Gucci. (laughs) So, (laughs) um, so let me see what else.
0: By the um, way, I'm mm-hmm. letting Nay speak her herself because she's, being a black woman, will know things that I won't know. I have, I will give my two cents after, but mm-hmm. sh- she's entitled to give her opinion first as a black woman.
1: The, um, okay, so let me see. I hit, I hit that. So I have like, <laughs> I, whoo, let me tell you this t- <laughs> I literally was home all weekend, like just like festering about all of this. And I was like, I need to write this down and I need to say something or it's going to bother me Mm -hmm. because I don't like the way everyone is reacting to it. Like everyone's reacting to it in a very negative way. And I don't mean the black community. I mean, everybody else, Mm -hmm. because we have our reasonings for saying things like we're allowed to you're taking something from us so we should be able to have an opinion on it mm-hmm. it's everybody else who's kind of jumping on and being like well you have no right to say this what are you talking about like stop being mean or whatever it's like no we're not being mean we just m- want to make sure that you know what you're doing because mm-hmm. a lot of people don't um, so so that yeah that was one thing on his hair Whew. I know there's the argument of the whole thing of it being dreads or being gel twists. Now, it's definitely not dreads, okay? No. I'll give you that. It's not dreads. But if you look up gel twists and you look at the pictures, what do you see? So everyone who's making this argument about it being gel twists and, oh, it's not dreads, so it's not the same thing, that hairstyle is still within the black community so whatever argument that you were trying to make is null and void because that is still a black hairstyle so um the issue is is that it is it is problematic no matter what you do my heart's like racing right now you got to give me a second i'm like huh okay I'm going to go back to what's actually written on my thingy so that I don't like leave my train of thought. (laughs) Her thingy. Okay, so the truth is either hairstyle, no matter what you prefer to call it, is problematic. Yes, dreads are a black culture thing. Other cultures, um, yes, you guys want to say that Vikings had it. They didn't purposefully dread their hair. That is a hairstyle that we purposely put in our hair for reasons. Like we have reasons for this. So, so the thing is, I feel like what makes it an issue is that just because you're doing a hip hop song, just because you're covering a black artist does not mean that you have to 100% look black. I get that the style is hip hop. Everybody dresses like that when they're doing hip hop. But you don't need to go as far as to do a hairstyle in order to portray hip hop. Like you don't have to do a hairstyle that you wouldn't naturally do to your hair to portray hip hop. So, uh, basically, you want to dress like that, it's fine. For us, the hair thing is very, very touchy. Um, people want to say that a culture can't own a hairstyle. You want to put own in quotation because we legally can't own a hairstyle. But technically, yes, we can. Just like Japan should own the kimono. Just like India owns the, what is it, bindis? I don't know how to say it properly.
0: Uh, Saris are bindis. So bindis are the um, jewel that they use on their head, Mm -hmm. on their forehead. And saris is the outfits that Indian women wear.
1: And then, thank you. And then just like Native Americans own their war bonnets which are the, uh, the feather headdresses that their chiefs would wear. Mm-hmm. Just like certain tribes own specific tattoos because they have meaning in their culture. So why are we not allowed to say this hairstyle, these type of hairstyles are ours? Why is there so much pushback when we want to keep something within our culture when the black community comes out and says something, but every other community has their voice? And that is that has always been an issue for us is that every single time we try to stand up for what our culture stands for, what our culture is, we get pushback. And I don't understand if it's because everybody loves black culture so much that they feel like they I don't know that that it belongs to them as well and they don't want to let it go. Like, I don't quite understand why there's such pushback when we want to say something um so everyone other the black community other than the black community knows their roots to a full extent and what we've learned in every is that every culture loves to take black culture make it their own change the name and wipe away the blackness as if it's a disease as if you want to get far away from the fact that it is black because you see that a lot like you see people do certain styles or they do certain things, but you like you would never hear them pay tribute to a black person if like you know if they saw somebody with it. Like no one's actually looking to see where it came from. They think it just popped up out of thin air because some white girl put it on her head. So like we don't need to cancel J Hope or call him a racist. That's not what I'm saying, um, because there's no reason for that. Um, he's never shown. He's never shown. To be racist. Like, he's never shown that type of mentality. So all this hashtag cancel J Hope shit needs to fucking stop. Like, there's no reason for that. And you're taking it way on the other side of the spectrum when what we really need to do is let him know why it was an issue. Because in this case, it came out of it came out of ignorance of not knowing. Um he needs to understand why Black Army is upset. Um And that's that's just what it comes down to. If you don't tell the person why, how are they supposed to know how to go about it later? You don't just call someone racist right off the bat just because they have a certain hairstyle. Like, especially since we've had eyes on BTS for God knows how long, they have never shown any hate towards black culture or black people. So the fact that you guys want to just throw that out there is absolutely ridiculous to me um let me see what else do i have here so um yeah basically he just needs to understand why we're upset like think about it you have a korean boy making a remake of an iconic song in that was for the black community and then the hairstylist had the audacity to give him to give him the hairstyle on top of it and that was in bad taste Whoever was in his team in America, you probably should have known better. We've had this happen before with Namjoon where he was wearing something that was Nazi related. Mm-hmm. Not his fault. He didn't know. Mm-hmm. But the stylist should have known. Mm-hmm. You're addressing these people. These people are in the pl- public eye. He is coming here to America where right now black culture, is, it's, it's a huge thing. In this, in this uh, climate right now, you should be very careful of what you do and to who. So I feel like there should have been way more eyes on that. And or, you know, if a black person was the one who did it. Why? <laughs> why? <laughs> why?
0: I did try and find if it was a black person that did the test. I'm test. What am I doing? <laughs> His hair. But it I did not see I I, I couldn't see who did it I only saw who was doing his makeup I didn't Mm -hmm. see anybody doing his hair so it's
1: just like I even wrote it on my fucking Twitter I was like yo whoever did J-Hope's hair we need to talk (laughs) we need to have we need to have words Mm -hmm. because at the end of the day it's also not all on him there are people dressing him there are people doing his makeup there are people doing his hair there's a whole team that's looking him up and down and saying okay this is great let's shoot yeah. Where is the person that... <sighs> y'all need to put your teams better. Put your teams on to get, like, better. Like, have somebody who's actually part of the culture, who understands the culture, who knows what the outcome, who sees what the outcome might be, especially because this is already a black song that is being remade by a Korean boy and a Hispanic girl. Neither of them are dark-skinned. I'm sorry to say it, but neither of them are fucking dark-skinned. So yes, people are going to feel some type of way. Because again, I will say it. We've had our culture stolen from us countless of times. So every single time something like this happens, there will be pushback. Even if we do love it, believe me, not 100% of the black community is going to be okay with it. And that's just something that you're going to have to realize. And so when there is a backlash, you can't turn around and be upset because we're saying something. So and then on top of it, I am tired of the excuse that I'm tired of the excuse of I'm tired of giving the excuse that people don't know better. Because the truth is, it is a 21st century. We have Google. okay. I'm pretty sure you can look up anything and see what an issue it is for the black community. What we've been through, what we're still going through, things that we're still complaining about. That's something that you can pick up your phone or go on your laptop and look up. It's just like, we're going to South Korea. I've been making sure that I look, I look up stuff to make sure I'm not disrespecting anybody. I'm not going to do anything that's going to insult someone. Because I'm going to a different country. It's a different culture. I don't know how they work. They, there could be certain things that we do in our culture that they don't find okay. So I need to make sure that I do research because just out of respect to say, you know, I'm going to be in a completely different place and I want to make sure that I'm not making other people feel uncomfortable because I'm sitting here in my ignorance doing shit that I'm not supposed to be doing. Mm-hmm. So why can't others have this same the same ideal especially if you are traveling around the world you should probably look up where you're going and see what is the hot topic there what is going on what are some issues what are some things that i probably should not say while i'm over there just because you never know so like i'm just tired of the excuse of oh they don't know better and it's like you could know better and then another thing so uh I guess remember remember when they did what was it called it was like American hustle life is that what it was called When e- BTS went to LA and they were like with Coolio
0: Yeah, I think so. Like I didn't I didn't see like all the episodes or anything. But yeah, yeah but, but I know we like, talk about
1: pretty much everyone who watched the first couple episodes were cringing because I don't know if you noticed, and I'm pretty sure you did notice. Coolio was not having it. Mm-hmm. Because again, I repeat And I'm going to say it in a different way. When you step into our space, you can't, especially with everything that we've been through, you can't just walk in and expect us to accept you 100%, especially if you are trying to take part of our culture. When BTS first came out, they were super big into hip hop. That was the whole that was their whole spiel. Mm-hmm. So again, I say you have this group of Korean boys who know nothing about black culture, who know nothing about the black ghetto, who know nothing about well, well actually I can't say they don't and know anything about like slavery and everything that we've been through. But you have these boys who live in somewhat a privileged, you know, they think in a privileged way, not in a way that we think comes into hip hop and wants to learn everything about hip hop, okay, fine, but just know that it's not gonna be easy. You're gonna have to prove that this is what you wanna do. So that is how you have to think about it every single time you take a step into our space. You have to understand what you're stepping into, who you're talking to, and what you are doing. We're not gonna sit here and like, hand it to you on a silver platter. No, you need to work with it and you need to prove to us that you're that like you're worth having it in the first place. So've we've, we've shown you time and time again how we felt about this stuff. So I don't understand why people keep acting like we're like we're being mean or like we're not being fair or it's like we are, we've constantly been vocal. So uh, to me, appropriation, cultural appropriation and cultural appreciation kind of go hand in hand. They may have slight slightly different definitions, but the point is, even if you are appreciating a culture, you are not part of that culture. So you are culturally appropriating. Now, the thing is, that's going to happen. Everybody does it. And that's with every culture. The only thing is, is that the black community tends to always get the bottom of the barrel when it comes to this. So you're, if you're into black culture and you want to take, or you're into Asian culture, I'm into Asian culture. It is still culturally appropriating. It is how you move with it. Again, like I say, yes, I'm sorry. Sorry, not sorry. Yes, J-Hope is culturally appropriating, but... He is also putting money back into the community. Bianca got her money. So therefore, I have no problem with it because you did right by the community. And that is the whole point is that there are a lot of people who are culturally appropriating and they don't want to put anything towards that community or that culture. You can't take something and expect to not give something back because now you're making money off of it. So why aren't you why aren't you giving the credit where it's due? Why aren't you giving why aren't you giving the money, giving some money, giving help to the person who gave you this idea, who gave you the inspiration? And that is the reason why I am 100% still behind Jay Hope because yes, there are these issues. There're always going to be issues. But the thing is is that the person needs to do right by them. And he did in my eyes. So So basically, um, just for any of you who still don't understand why we're upset. So if a woman or a man is being beaten and belittled by their spouse, doesn't everybody get up and say, why don't you stand up for yourself? Why don't you defend yourself? Why don't you protect yourself? And when she finally does, she's protecting her body and her mind and her life. And it takes a lot of strength to do that because her abuser had so much power over her. In this analogy, the the woman slash man is the black community and her body is their culture. After centuries of being physically beaten and mentally belittled and having countries and countries steal your culture and basically wipe your existence from it, we finally stand up and say enough is enough. And yet, and like, and yet... Instead of standing behind us, once we find our strength, you decide to tell the abused woman, man, to go back to their spouse, that they're a liar and that they have no right to their body or their mind and that, you know, their life wasn't that bad in the first place. So I don't understand why you were complaining. It's, it's the same thing. This is what we've been through. And, and I can't even say that we finally found our voice. I feel like we're just having more and more people finally join because there have always been people voicing it. But more and more people are joining and they're finding their strength in order to stand up for their community and they get so much backlash for it and I don't, I don't understand that. Anybody in any other situation who's going through a tough time or going through something bad, you're supposed to stand up behind them and say, we support you. And a lot of the times, 99% of the times, we're not getting that. We're getting a, a Becky, can you sit down please? We get it. You've been complaining about this for centuries now. Like, we get it. You get it, but nothing's happening. You get it, but you're still doing the same thing over and over again. So, are we supposed to sit down and not say anything anymore? How does anything get done? But as we know it, K- K-pop has always, always stolen black culture. We've seen it. We know. We have people walking around with cornrows. We have people walking around with dreads. And they do it just for this style in order to Look more hip hop in order to look more edgy. And it's like, that's not necessary. <laughs> Why do you have to? The part that really hurts about people taking our culture is not, it's not because you guys love it and you want to wear it. We love sharing our culture, we love seeing that people like our culture. We like, we're very open arms when it comes to that. It's the fact that what we invented, you get to take and run with it, and it's acceptable. It's fashionable, and it gives them edge. But when, but when we, the people who invented it, do it, we get looked down on, and we're seen as thugs. We're seen as dirty. We're seen as ratchet. We're seen as lesser than. Again, something that we do already, that we do naturally We have to assimilate to a different culture to be accepted. And yet you guys get to walk around with your cornrows, with your dreads, and basically all of our style, and everybody looks up at you as if you just invented it. And that hurts because we can't can't do something that we should be allowed to do naturally without being degraded. Like, you have to understand how that hurts. We can't do something that we should be allowed to do but yet you can go around and, and there's no repercussions. It's not that you love the culture. It's not that you want to share our culture. It's the fact that we can't even have our own culture without looking without being looked down on. And that's the fucked up part and you guys don't even realize that. Nobody realizes that. And to everybody who wants to say, oh, you can't own a hairstyle whatever. Okay, when, when you see someone with cornrows... Where do you think they came from? What culture comes into mind? You can't tell me that you think of anybody else. All of these things that you guys are trying to pull up your asses. Oh, well, the Vikings did this and the Vikings did that or whatnot. Okay, because you haven't known for centuries that this is something that we do. And the second we try to claim it, you want to take it and give it to somebody else. Because you refuse to give us our credit. And that's something that's deep-rooted, and you guys need to figure that out. That's not something that we can figure out because we've been talking about it. We're tired of talking about it. It's your turn to do something. It's not our problem. It's not our fault. It's something that you need to realize that you're doing and come, and come to terms with it and do better. Because we've been trying. We've been talking. We've been standing up and it's something that's still happening. So clearly it is not us. I'm just asking that you guys educate yourselves and be aware of your actions and the effects of them. That's all we're asking. That's literally all we're asking. And don't try to do something and say, oh well, I'm just appreciating the culture. It's not appropriation, I'm appreciating it. Because I'm noticing now that a lot of people are using that excuse just so that they can get a pass. To to not have somebody point at them and say that you're culturally appropriating. It's a way to make yourself feel better because you know you're doing something wrong. You know the feelings behind it. You know the effect of it. You know the backlash that you're going to get. So you're trying to come up with an excuse in order to make yourself feel better and feel like it's justified. So there was actually... Actually, I want to touch upon this because this is something that we have talked about. Colorism. We all have colorism in all in all the countries. The darker-skinned people are always looked down on. Maybe it's not as bad. Maybe you guys aren't throwing dirt at them. You're not throwing rocks. But still, you guys have a want to be lighter. There is something that you were told that lighter is better. So when this is what you're going through within your own countries, how is it so hard for you to believe that the black community, what, you basically originated from is still being mistreated if you're being mistreated as someone who is asian but you're dark-skinned what makes you think that people who are actually black like what do you think we're going through especially when you see the history of the country that we're in why is it so unbelievable for you when we tell you our stories when we tell you what's been happening to this day. Why is that so hard? Um, so I ended up watching a video by DKDKTV and this is something they literally just posted and I feel like, I don't know if the universe was just like, y'all need to make this video <laughs> because he touched upon certain things that I feel like, thank you, finally. It's basically talking about being politically correct. Now I know there are some PCP people who take it overboard and they go a little crazy, but the thing is, is that they have a point. So I believe uh, one of his examples was that there was an Asian model on, um, was it Bazaar Magazine? Where they basically painted her whole body black and they put her on the front of the magazine gorgeous picture beautiful picture but of course the black community was like um excuse me this is blackface this is not okay um you should not be doing this but of course being in korea everybody was like what do you mean there's nothing wrong with it i don't see it like it looks like you know she looks like a statue she doesn't look like a caricature you know because when people see blackface they think of the caricature they think of the you know The person who painted their skin black and made their lips really big and red to, you know, make fun of black people. And the, I don't remember which one it was, but he also was like, I don't get it. I don't understand. It's not blackface. She looks like a statue. You're making a big deal out of nothing. And he got a comment under his video, I believe, or I don't know what it was on, but he got a comment. And the person said, okay, well... Think about it like the rising sun flag when you see it. How do you feel about it? Not very good. It brings you back to a very painful time that you don't want to think about. It brings discomfort. And when people I believe there was like a picture of a dress and it had it kind of looked like the The rising sun. sun. Mm -hmm. Korean people got together and they were like, look, this is not okay Mm -hmm. this isn't okay the designer apologized so it's the same thing you're doing something that brings us discomfort in our culture because this is what we've been through it doesn't matter how artsy you want to be you could have chosen any other color (laughs) to paint this woman black was just not one of them So if you want the world to be aware of how you feel about the rising sun flag, you don't want to see things being published about it, basic, almost making it seem like they're, they're um, not perpetuating it, not like you don't want it to see, you don't want it to be seen like broadcasted and especially in a positive light because it was something that was so bad. You have to allow the black community to speak up and say, this is not okay. This makes us feel like crap. And this is why. And you have to understand that. And I feel like people need to start opening up their minds to the fact that there are other things that have happened in the world that you probably don't know about, that you probably should know about. Just like I should know about the rising sun. I should know to never pick something out that possibly looks like it. Because I know the horrible history behind it. We're asking you to do the same thing for us. All we're asking is to do research. Figure out why we're upset. And don't just shut us down because you feel like you're tired of hearing the black issues. The thing is, there are still black issues. They're going to keep going on until it gets fixed. They're not fixed. So you're going to have to keep hearing about it. And you can't just push up to the you can't just push us to the side and expect it to get quiet. Especially when you're enabling certain things. We're allowed to vocalize it. And that's that's pretty much it. I've said my piece. <laughs> <laughs> I just want people to understand. Please don't cancel J Hope. <laughs> no. It has not gotten to that point, guys. Okay? Please. I'm still a huge BTS fan, still love J Hope. Still feel a certain type of way, but he did right by us. And that's, I can't be mad at him. Ta-da! Yay! <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've had to have this conversation many multiple, 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 multiple times because as some know and some don't my background before this taking over my life and by mean this I mean my podcast this podcast this youtube channel this everything was I was a belly dancer for 10 years probably more actually but we're not gonna get into that but (laughs) I was pretty much a belly dancer for 10 plus years um And cultural appropriation, and mind you, I am not Arab, as you should know by now. I'm assuming (laughs) you should know that by now. If you you don't, what are you doing? But (laughs) it's fine. You might have just started. You might be new to this podcast and decided to hit this uh, episode. But um, Nay is a black woman, and I, (laughs) (laughs) and I am Latina and Asian. Those are. Our ethnicities so I am NOT Middle Eastern even though some people had confused me for one which is whatever I don't really care I've gotten confused for everything but I was not the point is I'm not Middle Eastern and I, like, DNA-wise, like, I know a lot of Latinos like to say that they might have Middle Eastern in their blood, which is very true. There is a huge Middle Eastern uh, mix with Latino um, in the Latin community, but I am not one of them. My Middle Eastern traces in my DNA, scientifically, are extremely low from probably 500 years ago, meaning... I am not Arabic. I may have very old, old, old ancestors that are, but mm-hmm. not relevant to me now.
1: I'm happy that you said that because I'm sick and tired of white people finding like a little thing of black on their DNA <laughs> and be like, I'm black. No, you're not. Sit down. Oh, so <laughs> I found
0: out about, so this, is, so this is super random, but this is something that I learned the other day. Now that you bring that up, um, why people do that and why it's, in my opinion, toxic. Um,
1: it's a way to get away with things that they have already been doing that they felt bad about. Yeah. And that now they can be like, oh, I'm black, so it's fine.
0: I'm going to go back to that, but it's an actual term that exists from the 1800s. Mm-hmm. Um, wow. <laughs> yeah, it's an actual term that exists from the 1800s and it's I learned it um, a few weeks ago or a week ago or maybe this week. I don't remember because my timeline's fucked up as we said earlier. But um, I will go back to that in a minute. But point is, um, being a belly dancer for 10 years and being a teacher because I also taught classes. Not only did I teach you the technique of the style, but I taught you the history. I taught you the values and I taught you the culture of the different styles of belly dance that exist. And what, why, where's and how's we have belly dance today.
1: Mm-hmm. And that would be your doing the culture its credit or basically giving it what it's due. You're yeah. not just teaching it just to teach it. Like you're actually also spreading knowledge about the culture. Yeah. Like it doesn't always have to be just people, you know, yeah, he gave the girl money, but that's not the only way to give due credit. No, there's to there's the due culture. credit. There's due credit <clears throat> in
0: multiple different ways. You mm-hmm. can choose one or multiple. It's all up to you. Um but obviously some it's it's hard to To judge, which in this case, Nay, obviously, she will feel uncomfortable at first, the first time you heard the song or knew about it. Mm -hmm. But you did your research and you knew what he did to help with the community. Not only with paying Bianca, but having multiple cultures in his music video and giving them their shine. There was a lot of black people in that music video. There was a lot of (laughs) black people in that music video and they all got (coughs) credited in the music video. Mm -hmm. All those names are the dancers. And he gave them credit to them and he was... You could see in the behind the scenes how he was talking to them and being close with them and everything. So there's different ways. Um, he also talked about it. You know, mm-hmm. He also mentioned why, where the song came from, why he chose this song, mm-hmm. why it was important to him, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So he had reasons. And not only that, but Bianca herself said, you're putting my song back on the map. Mm-hmm. Because especially Bianca, something that I don't know if you knew, but I knew because I looked it up, Bianca, at uh, first, the writer of uh, Chicken Noodle Soup Song, she was one of the writers. There's multiple mm-hmm. writers usually. Listen, um, I listened
1: to it today, shit. I was like, you know what? Let's throw, you know, I'm going to play this throwback <laughs>
0: <laughs> But um, she actually got ripped up for a long time. She did not get the same kind of money that the men were getting. And she got and fucked especially up. especially
1: because she was really young.
0: Yeah, she was very yeah. young. She was. She lost two years of um, education promoting this song and she never got the tutoring that she was promised the money that she was promised she had to get lawyers she fought for that song and she got her money so not only did she get her money from fighting for herself but she also got it because Jay hope thought it was valuable enough to give her three million dollars mm-hmm. so he did multiple things to give value and appreciation towards the black community now. When you look up as someone who has gone to multiple dance teachers, um, dance schools from different cultures and from Middle Eastern cultures, I've studied with teachers from Middle East, from Egypt and Turkey. And I mean, some people sometimes consider Turkey. Well, you know, whatever. You know what I mean? point is I've studied with multiple cultures um I've even studied with uh not Indian um not belly dance but in Indian uh, classical style of belly of uh, not belly dancing Jesus Christ I'm getting like tongue twisted mm-hmm. <laughs> um DC, which is like classical Indian um very religious dance very um big no-no to culturally appropriate that style but I learned it well and I never danced it because That type of dance is, to me, a religious thing for them. Mm -hmm. If you're going to do it, it's because you went all the way over there, which a lot of dancers do. A lot of dancers went all the way to India, studied for three months, day in, day out, with the masters of Odissi, and then they will come back and perform it correctly after doing the rite of passage of the dance over in India, Mm -hmm. performing to Indian people. So anyway point is um i've had to teach about cultural appropriation and the history of belly dance and all that stuff um to and fro and i've i have so many books on it like i've never shown nay because my house is a mess right now but it's (laughs) but she could tell you and i could post pictures of all of the books that i've gotten on history of this dance because if i was going to dance it when I was first hit with your culturally appropriating something, mm-hmm. it hit me hard. I'm not going to say it does. It throws it people is. It's off. A very it, negative, it, it's a very negative. It's a negative very negative thing. negative thing. And this is coming from someone like, you know, who didn't understand at the time being young, what that mm-hmm. meant. Um, when people don't know what a cultural cultural appropriating is, it is really just it is a somewhat not it's not super new but it's something that is
1: the term is being the term is being more used more now
0: yeah so but it's important that i had learned where what i was doing and why um and how and where and how did it all happen i'm not going to go into the details of the history of belly dance because this isn't the kind of podcast for that but you learn a lot on how cultures mix, mm-hmm. how things get taken and remolded or rebranded or um, With they just no get trace of where it originally or no came trace. from. No trace. Yeah. Sometimes there is no records of where this came from or not came from, so it's hard to know these kind of things. There are situations where this does happen, but there all are all. There's also a lot of history still written down so like nay said if you're gonna do something that isn't of your culture or if you get called out on cultural appropriation find out why before you get mad
1: because automatic like i must protect myself and it's like no this is yeah people are so scared i don't even i don't even know if it's they're scared if they're scared to have conversations Like, I feel like once someone says that, they're automatically like, oh, this person's here to beat me up. This person's about to, like, you know, cuss me out or whatever. And it's like, no, this is the time where you would have a conversation. Like, instead of giving a rebuttal and being, you know, an asshole about it, ask the person, you know what? Like, why, why, like, why do you say that? Like, explain to me what, what that is and what I am appropriating.
0: Yeah.
1: And like, and that's where the conversation starts. And that's where you, that's where you bridge the gap I think that um, a lot of people get
0: defensive or get hurt in my case, um, for me mm-hmm. w- this was a um, recent ish time a mm-hmm. few maybe like three years ago. Um, I had already been studying belly dance for a long time and knew the history and all that good stuff, and had studied with plenty of teachers, yada, yada yada. I already was seasoned, let's just mm-hmm. say. And I had, mind you, not an Arabic person, mm-hmm. it was a black girl, tell me that I was culturally appropriating Arabic culture. And I said, calmly, <laughs> you know, I I don't get offended mm-hmm. when people throw this at me, depending on how, I guess, like, they obviously if they're using curse words and stuff like that Mm -hmm. i'm gonna get mad but but if you're being like chill about it i'll be chill about it too and i responded back with why would you assume anything about my knowledge towards something that even you have no knowledge Mm -hmm. about you don't even know my ethnicity do you know my ethnicity and she was like no then how do you know where i'm from because a lot of people think i'm arabic when they first see me Mm -hmm. (laughs) um and because that's what happens when you're racially ambiguous Mm -hmm. (laughs) but point is i think a lot of people need to think about throwing this word around as well of who culturally appropriates what because and Who are you to be calling it? Mm
1: -hmm. If it's not your culture. Ask the question. You'd be like, hmm, is that actually, is that part of your culture? Like, what is that? Like, you know,
0: again, conversations. Exactly. And research. Anyways, the point is this girl, um, I told her, I am not Middle Eastern. So I would understand if someone from Middle Eastern culture could call me a culturally appropriating person. Mm -hmm. But even with that, you still don't know. How long I've been studying, who I've studied with, my knowledge on it, anything about me. Mm -hmm. You don't know. I'm not a celebrity that you can just pick at and grab from history that you know of, uh, that you can just Google. That's not the situation here. So you immediately wanting to play this social justice warrior... Came out of bad taste, mm-hmm. because you don't know what you're talking about. What is it about my dance that's cultural appropriating? Tell me. She didn't know how to answer, because you don't know the culture. So if you don't know the culture, why are you talking out of your ass? Mm-hmm. In this case, you're trying to be the white knight for no reason.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Who are you protecting?
1: It's. Um, I feel like that's also an issue. Is that. I've it's a self-ego
0: inflating thing. Yeah.
1: I yeah. I feel like there's there's something like um that I've always said, I can't be offended about something that doesn't pertain to me. Exactly. I can tell someone, you know, that might be wrong what you just said. But I personally can't get offended mm-hmm. because it doesn't have anything to do with me. Yeah. Because the person that it might have something to do with might look at you and be like, mm, I don't care. Yeah. So it's not it's not within your place to then stand up and stand up in that person's place to say whatever you need you were whatever you feel you need to say. Mm-hmm. It's it's just not your place because you don't
0: know them, and again. They're not celebrities. Mm-hmm. And even if they were, even if they were, it's hard to know nowadays where their background's from mm-hmm. and There's what so they are. There's so much mixing. You have to, yeah, because, and this is where I come with the, the thing from the 1800s that I just mentioned. I'm going to come mm-hmm. and get to that real soon. But everyone in every culture, every country, every race or whatever, ethnicity, has had their struggles, has had their hurt, and has had their pain. We're not claiming that whatever pain and hurt that your country or your ethnicity or your people have had is not relevant. We're just saying that just because yours isn't relevant, yours is relevant, I mean, doesn't mean that the other person's culture is irrelevant or Mm -hmm. any less or any worse or any blah, blah, blah. You just have to listen to people and let them speak from their experience let them say what they need to say and have just conversations and be chill if you don't know something look it up if you're doubting something look it up go to a library google or ask
1: people who have friends within these cultures Mm -hmm. and they don't want to ask them and it's like well then how are you gonna know
0: now mind you the only reason i say to look it up is because sometimes, and I'm speaking out of my own cultures, being Latina and Asian, that my own people don't know their own culture. They don't know their own culture. They don't know their own history. Same and way Americans have are notorious. are
1: always the ones that were taken over by the Europeans. So literally just wipe away (laughs) culture's history and then say here's your new history book yeah we're not going to talk about anything that actually has to do with your culture we're going to tell you about ours yeah or just plain ignorance or an education Mm
0: -hmm. there's many reasons behind it the point is conversations and looking things up and looking for factual sites Please look for factual sites. For the love of God. Like, <laughs> look for your resources. Just because one place says context it. Context clues. <laughs> yeah. When I do research on things, especially when I was dancing for all those years, I had to make sure that I had multiple sources saying the same thing. Mm-hmm. That's how you know that most of the time it's going to be right. And obviously good sources that are reliable sources, not just, you know, this is my opinion dot com. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. So there's that. Now, when it comes to K-pop in the situation, oh wait, I was going to say about the eighteen hundred thing real quick. Sorry, let me go back <laughs> to that. I I get like it's a lot, and you know, this is already going to be a long episode. But um, something that I found out was the I'm trying to remember the specific term, but um, it's pretty much the one drop rule.
1: Oh yeah. We fucking hate that rule.
0: <laughs> but, no, but here's the thing. Yeah. You hate that rule, you. Mm hmm. But I know a lot of black people that use that rule. Mm hmm. And they use and it to we their need favor. To stop doing that. <laughs> they use it to their favor. And I'm like,
1: why? Wait, how do they use it to their favor?
0: Some people have been using it to their favor only because, okay, so as someone who's. Mixed, as in, like,
1: they're using something other than black
0: yeah like okay like let me uh, well here's the examples Mm -hmm. right they're they're both examples so me being someone who's mixed race Mm -hmm. that i've um or mixed ethnicities whatever you want to call it people um i follow a lot of like social media that Mm -hmm. are meant for mixed people Mm -hmm. and our struggles because same way that um each each ethnicity in each country has had their struggles when you're mixed you have your own unique type yeah. of struggle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you have your own unique type of struggle plus what they have. Mm-hmm. So both of them. So <laughs> you have both the struggles and some mm-hmm. being mixed. So there was... Uh, there's been examples of where they put pictures of girls that are mixed um, with different things. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of times it's like black and white or mm-hmm. black and Asian or blah, blah, blah. Sometimes genetics are a funny thing and you're either going to look mixed mm-hmm.
1: or black or black or, or
0: white, white. <laughs> you're just not ever or sometimes you're going to be white skin but then have forcey hair mm-hmm. or maybe you're white skin but then you know it's just it, it's just different things there's it genetics are a clusterfuck mm-hmm. so anyways point is Black people were denying this girl saying that she's half black mm-hmm. when she is. She's black. She's half black. You can totally tell too. I was like, you can tell she's half black. Just because There skin- are definitely
1: people in the culture who like are like, oh, half black isn't black. Yeah. If you don't sit D- the fuck around <laughs>
0: <down> <laughs> <laughs> Like anyways, the point is that some people are un- uneducated on what the one black rule one black drop rule means. Or mm-hmm. one drop rule, whatever um they're like oh the one drop rule blah 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 you don't see anything black in her like no she's not even tanned just because she has curly hair doesn't mean she's black she's white and it's like please shut the fuck up like like seriously i hate that i hate Black people shirt.
1: come in so many shades.
0: <laughs> Same way Latinos and Asians come in, so many shades.
1: come in so many shades. We need to stop taking we need to stop making the importance of the of the name black. It doesn't literally mean black.
0: This that is just a name shade. the
1: white people came up with. Mm-hmm. There are different shades. Of black people. Mm -hmm. Okay. You can't deny someone. Because to be honest. So far as I know. I'm not mixed. Both my parents are Haitian. And I'm a very light complexion. For a black girl. Mm -hmm. That doesn't take. So you're going to look at me. And say that I'm not black. Even though you're going to look at both my parents. And they're black. And Mm -hmm. tell me I'm not black. Mm -hmm. That doesn't make any sense. Yeah. So anyways.
0: There's that stop that shit um that's like a term that white people came up with too That you should stop using it for, to your favor because mm-hmm. that's silly
1: it's like it's what we really mean by the one drop rule right they came up with this one drop rule yeah okay it was like you so much as have anything black in you you're automatically black you're not white we don't want you
0: yeah whether okay. it's
1: like three or four grandfathers ago ago <laughs> we don't want you
0: you are yeah. no longer white that's just how they see it even if you look at which a lot of um, 40s, 50s and 60s actors and artists back then
1: mm-hmm.
0: were with like a grandparent that was black mm-hmm. or sometimes even half. But because they looked white, they lied just so they could get through. They could
1: get, you could get by.
0: And once they made it, they would bring it out One, be because now like, oh, they're, yeah, they're well, too famous. to. You can't bring me
1: down now. You can't, exactly.
0: <laughs> they would use it to their favor to help their community. So. it's
1: like when it comes when it comes down to it, like before it was it was definitely uh, no white person wanted to be like, wanted to have that like one drop rule and be like, damn, now I can't fuck. Yeah. It's now all of a sudden nowadays, all of a sudden you guys are all like, yay, I have one percent black. Sit down, Becky. No. OK, <laughs> no. And I say that to say this. If we keep going by this one-drop rule, we are going to be overtaken by the white people. And they one day, don't act like this can't happen, one day they're going to tell us that we are not black people, that we are not the original black people. Mm -hmm. They've done some fucked up shit to us already. And if you think that that could not happen, you're crazy. Especially because when you tell a white person that they are black, they all of a sudden move a different way. They start doing things that they didn't do before because now they feel like it's okay because you've basically told them they're black. So now you're allowing them to do things that we did not want them to do in the first place just because your great, 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 great grandfather was black. Last I checked with a DNA test, they tell you your two top ones is what you are. Don't go down to the 3%. Don't go down to the 2% and pull that out and say, I'm black. Well, what about the rest of your DNA test, bitch? What does that say? Unless because you're literally unless,
0: split in the middle. Like, if, unless you're split in the
1: middle. Nah, bruh. <laughs> like quarters of a quarter <laughs> no. of a
0: quarter of a quarter. No. Which has happened.
1: Because cause at the end of the day, you get to sit here with us, act like you're black, do everything that you want. And then you get to leave this space, go into your white space and be perfectly fine and not have to worry about and not have to worry about people looking down on you, not having to worry about people look at you like you're fucking black person, being able to uh, be pulled over by a cop and not think that you're going to be shot. You have privileges outside of this space that you now like that you now have that we don't because you, it says somewhere on your DNA test that you have a percent black. Like if you don't, I'm sorry, if you don't, Look black, like at all? At all? I'm sorry, but it, it is definitely a physical characteristic because that is what they're basing it off of. If you do not physically look black, they're not going to characterize you as black. You're not going to go through the struggles that black people go through. So for me personally, I don't think you are really allowed to sit there and broadcast it unless you are going to help out the community. Don't come step in the community when you want and then hop out when shit gets hot. Mm-hmm. If you're black, you're black. I don't want any of this, oh shit's about to pop off. Ooh, no, I'm white, officer. <laughs> no, it doesn't work that way. And that's the issue with the one drop rule is that you have people doing that. Mm-hmm. They want to be black when they want to be black. And then the second it's inconvenient for them, they all of a sudden don't want to be black anymore. And that's my issue with the one drop rule and people who don't actually look black because you're not going through our struggles. Mm-hmm. You have the privilege of being seen as a white person mm-hmm. and going through this and basically saying us Bye. Well, you you guys, I'm going to go sit in the front because, you know, mm-hmm. I can fit in with them. hmm. If you're going to be kinfolk, be kinfolk. Mm mm-hmm. That's it.
0: Also, super random. Not about black people. <laughs> um, <clears throat> just because we were talking about that they're doing a comeback. One us. Mm-hmm. If you've seen their comeback, and I'm doing this because I'm looking at you, ARMY. Because I'm ARMY. NAY's ARMY. We're, we love BTS. We love them. But, one us did their teaser. Mm-hmm. And
1: no, I think I know what you're talking about. People need to shut the fuck up.
0: <laughs> um, oh. guys. <laughs> guys. Guys. One Us is doing their culture. One Us is Korean. So, therefore, they
1: are allowed to they put some Korean elements Korean in their music video. <laughs> BTS oh are not, God. they're not the only group that can do this. Korean culture. Now, I understand y'all want to be like, oh, BTS did it first, blah, 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 blah. Well, when you're the first to do something, don't you expect people to be like, bro, you know what? That's cool. They were representing our country. We want to do that shit, too. They don't own <laughs> these dragons, people. <laughs> this is in their culture. Do you know how
0: ridiculous? Like, I'm not talking. Like, I'm not saying. I'm. Not, I am do not know if you listen to this podcast, and I'm telling you this. A s- tough love. I know that you love BTS, and I love them too, and I will protect them. I love them, but relax. Y'all do you know how ridiculous? Stupid. Do you know how ridiculous <laughs> you sound? Saying that a Korean group is culturally appropriating Korean culture. Guys. Guys.
1: Even if you guys want to say they're copying BTS. It is still within their right to have elements of their culture in their music. Yep.
0: If you were to tell me that they took a song and made it sound like Idol that would be like wow
1: that's unless that's weird. what they
0: did I don't want to hear nothing no. <laughs> and no they did and re- they regardless that's their culture and this is from like a teaser y'all need to chill the fuck out leave one, one of us you literally
1: be having people like <laughs> look at ARMY and hate ARMY because of this and we're all twiddling our thumbs like bruh that's not us <laughs> like, that's not us we don't know where they're coming from we don't know what <sighs> rock they live under But it's not us. (laughs) I'm
0: just, you know, I'm just putting that out there. Please.
1: Oh, Lord, please stop saying
0: that. (sighs) Anyways. Point is.
1: Cultural appropriate. It happens everywhere, okay? It's for every culture. But if you are within the culture, it does not. (laughs) There's. No! (laughs) In.
0: Mainly the conclusion I take from. The cultural appropriation topic and cultural appreciation topic, and whatnot. Um, reading a bunch of articles on it, um, especially when it comes to Korean culture/slash uh, black culture and things like that getting mixed through, mm-hmm. oh, or even Latino culture, things like that. To be they, honest, they, I they... wore
1: this shirt today, and because we were having this conversation, I was like, damn, can I wear this shirt? <laughs> <laughs> You're fine. <laughs> You're, you're
0: fine.
1: Uh, it just makes you that's the whole point it makes you think it makes you really it does be make like, you think mm, but Should i probably I would have told you this?
0: something if it wasn't okay no yeah you know yeah, what i mean no
1: i'm sure but still like there was a point in my head that i was like we're talking about cultural appropriation today and i'm uh i'm gonna think about the shirt real quick <laughs> <laughs> It says disrespected at Nuna. It's not like, you yeah, know, it's not any, like, like, no. like a thing. But like, you
0: know. She's not wearing a yellow face shirt on her.
1: <laughs> oh, Lord.
0: <laughs> um, I was reading an article about pretty much um, the same thing. K-pop mm-hmm. and cultural appropriation. And um, how it kind of, it's there's a thin line. Sometimes it gets muddled in there in this mm-hmm. really weird gray area. Some things are worse than others, obviously. Some things like some people
1: doing (coughs) blackface.
0: Yeah, which are a lot, mind you. Anyways, a lot, a lot of them, a lot of them. Um, K-pop in itself is already appropriative, if that's a word. Appropriating. Appropriative. Anyway, just because they're grabbing from music that isn't theirs everything and that's kind of like with almost anything really any country will do that because that's they're just doing what the people want which Mm is mass media what people want to see what people what's hip and happening um (laughs) whether it be like the music to the fashion style and stuff like that um the same way that we see k-pop right through a window of what they're showing us through music videos Mm -hmm. and K-dramas and all that, this window that we assume is their culture they're seeing it the same way from us Mm -hmm. so whatever we see as glorified or fashionable or cute or whatever, they're doing the same thing with us. Mm -hmm. Sometimes what happens with that because it is just a window Mm -hmm. you don't know what's okay or not okay to use or not use and that's where the communication gets muddled um which understandable we are just as guilty as they are guilty Mm -hmm. it happens we are
1: all if there's one thing everybody needs to understand everyone's guilty about it we're all problematic (laughs) if you say that you're not problematic you're being problematic by saying that you're not being problematic (laughs) yeah
0: um Pretty much in the end of it is, are you appropriating with the proper attribution and the proper conveying of the values?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: That's really it in the end.
1: Because <laughs> if you're doing, like, again, like you were saying, yeah. there's a certain, there's a certain style of belly dancing that is very religious and you need to know what the fuck you're doing. Well, Indian style. Indian style. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you're going to be doing this, you should probably figure that out because mm-hmm. if the actual culture sees this, they're going to be like, Oh Lord, yeah, <laughs> what did you do? Because it's a form of, it's a form of disrespect. Mm-hmm. Just like when you go, when you go to a church, you know what you should and should not do inside of a church. When you go to a temple, you should know what you should and should not do When you go to a temple, Mm -hmm. it's it's just having the consideration of figuring out what is okay. Like at the end of the day. You mostly have to do your own research, especially if you don't have anybody there to talk to, to tell you about it. Mm -hmm. Again, I say we have the internet. Yeah. It's a very powerful place. You telling me that we could get a picture of BTS and a meme and everybody in ARMY has this meme in their phone (laughs) 10 minutes after it's made Mm -hmm. and you guys can't pick up the phone and look something up that you saw and just figure out what it is, how it came about?
0: Now, mind you, I understand as well, coming from someone who was... Not raised in America. Mm-hmm. How literally, if you have zero exposure to something, you're not gonna look it up. hmm Which is why sometimes it's important
1: that or there's
0: like a double-edged sword
1: yes. through this. There are definitely people who don't have access don't to it. But the people who do have access, yeah. I don't want to hear the excuse. Yeah.
0: And this is only because coming from me, mm-hmm. in my case, and you you can ask my husband. There are things that I just had no idea. I really had no idea because I was not exposed Mm -hmm. to said things. Whatever the topic was. But once I knew, I knew. And that was it. (laughs) You know? And I looked it up or I just was educated on it and that was it. The point is, um, don't... Try not... I know it's hard. I know it's hard. But sometimes, sometimes depending on the situation, not being aggressive about it at first is key. Because the l- person literally probably was not exposed to it, If depending on where they're from, of course. Mm-hmm. If they're from, like, you know, it, it really just depends on a case-by-case situation here. But for me, I've learned to, you know, now that I've been in America for enough time, um, that I always look my stuff up. And never to really get, like, all pissed off if somebody Mm -hmm. wants to attack me because of whatever reason. I usually just take it with a grain of salt. And then I just research it or whatever. Um, Or I have the person just tell me. I'll explain to them. Like, well, mind you. Because, like, sometimes my husband, even himself, he's like, what do you mean you've never heard of this? Or know of this i'm like well you know i was kind of in an island in the middle of nowhere in the caribbean so (laughs) and we just didn't have that kind of exposure sometimes so yeah and our education as well is very different Mm -hmm. so no i don't know what you're talking about i don't know what you because i literally was never exposed to it Mm -hmm. um so that's the double-edged sword of sometimes being exposed to mass media showing Mm -hmm. You know, either a stereotype or something. But sometimes, a lot of the times, it's stereotypes. So that's why you look up what the real thing is.
1: Believe me, people like. I've seen interviews of people in Korea who are like, what would you say to K-pop fans? And they're always like, if you come here, don't expect to see yeah. people who look like this everywhere. Yeah, exactly. And it's like, okay, well, that's the same thing when you come here. Just yeah. because you see black people being portrayed a specific way. Mm-hmm. Like, don't hop off the plane and come give me dap. Like, I don't know you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Don't make assumptions of how Black people act. Yeah. And I already know. I'm like mentally preparing myself for when we do so go to South Korea because I know there are some people there who are probably going to be doing and saying things that I'm going to be like, because they don't know. Because they don't yeah. know. They're not exposed and to it. They don't the know. Thing. Yeah, when depends you go on the... to these places. You mm-hmm. can't. I guess that's another way to look at it. You can't meet it with anger and outrage. Yeah. You have to understand that their person in every situation may not know yeah it's best to have a conversation because sometimes when people say things they're not saying it to be malicious they really just don't know they really just don't know so you have to be the person to say look that's not okay yeah i'm gonna explain to you why that's not okay good luck doing that in korean that's (laughs) true
0: good luck turning that in korean
1: girl i'll save that for the i'll say that's the people's (laughs) jobs who live there who are black and live in korea that's your job you learned korean so that you they're learning they're slowly learning (laughs) they're
0: opening their they're they're opening up more it's it's a slow process but it happens okay so sorry about that you see some technical difficulties (laughs) mega i guess got so excited she whacked her cable and i didn't notice uh when i should have been noticing but i didn't notice because i was also talking and reading so but anyways point is y'all already know we've already repeated a bunch of fucking times nothing wrong with liking different cultures it's just about knowing the limit of
1: what you should and should not do
0: yeah and also doing your research learning education feel free to always ask questions to us if you want to as well she's open to it I'm open to it
1: I've said it before I'm all about it I'm all about I used it. to teach classes if on you want to yeah, <laughs> say if, if you think you're saying something that's inappropriate or something that's wrong I will let you know <laughs> yeah. and I and I
0: you know I'm not East Asian, I'm Southeast Asian, but I've had my fair share of things being Mm -hmm. mixed. Like I said, mixed people go through their own weird shit. But um, we're always open to it, and I used to teach classes on this stuff all the time. So I'm very open to conversation and all that stuff, so... But yeah. It all starts with a conversation. Also stream the wanho video
1: (laughs) (laughs) we put out a wanho it's not chicken noodle soup but it is noodles it is noodles (laughs) but
0: we can do a chicken we can do a chicken noodle soup one which mind you i did one on the weekend like Mm -hmm. a vegan one just to see if i could do it because i don't know if i've ever tried like making like from from scratch yeah a vegan chicken noodle soup because i just wanted to see if i could do it plus i was hungry but um i did it and it was delicious
1: chicken noodles it takes a long time when you're making it with like making it from scratch with well meat, okay when i mean broth. from scratch like
0: <laughs> first of all no i
1: mean for like for when you're making it with meat it's a lot yeah no longer. when you're making
0: it with meat it takes a lot longer um yay vegans but um because but i i have made chicken noodle soup before i was vegan Mm -hmm. like from scratch like legit like grabbing a carcass and putting it in this giant
1: pot and letting it simmer for hours Mm -hmm. like andre would start making because he loves making chicken noodle soup mm -hmm. and he'll start at like eight in the morning yeah (laughs) it's not done until like six yeah i personally have never made Chicken noodle soup from scratch.
0: (laughs) Listen, when I mean that we're going to do one, I don't mean that we're going to grab a carcass. I mean that we're just going to grab like broth already pre-made. And put it in the pot.
1: Unless you want to Please don't
0: make me spend money on a carcass of a chicken. It'll
1: be like a Rachel Ray show. Oh, God. (laughs) You take one out. You take one down. You know. There's one already done. First of all,
0: I don't even buy the meat. I never buy the meat. I always buy the meat. It's always (laughs) Nay that buys the meat. But don't make her bring a carcass of a chicken into this place. (laughs) Please don't. It's going to take fucking forever. We're just going to grab pre-made broth, Okay.
1: <laughs> Deal with
0: it. Mine's going to have veggie broth and she's going to have her chicken broth. All right? All right. Cool. Relax. Do this the
1: millennial way? Actually, the millennial way would just be getting ramen.
0: <laughs> yeah, the millennial we just <laughs> Here's a ramen of chicken. Um Yeah, no. We'll make a we'll we'll do one of those uh soon. We
1: Oh, my God. I should have a picture of J-Hope, Becky G, and Bianca. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we can. We can have all three. I will Photoshop her in there if you want me to. I will Photoshop her face. Don't die.
1: <coughs> Dear Lord. Wrong pipe.
0: <clears throat> um, but, yeah. And among other recipes, mind you, we have a few. Normally, I wanted to keep it, like, a secret, but now I just don't care. So... um. <laughs> The recipes that we do have in line, and the reason we haven't, like, done the other ones is because there's always, like, things that happen, but... um, And there are some of them
1: that are a little on the more difficult side.
0: Yeah. So, one of them is... So, just so you know, because I want you guys to, like, know that we have, you know, different stuff coming up. So, um, we have one host that should be up by now, if you're listening to this. And we're going to have... We already mentioned we'll have the chicken noodle one, and then we're going to have XO... um, for EXO, we're going to have um, chocolate boba tea. That's going
1: to be so interesting.
0: Yeah. So uh, we're doing that with a partnership from a friend of ours that owns a boba company that she's going to be doing the video with us. So we're going to have that. And then we also have uh, Bam Bam's Tom Yum Soup,
1: I, I believe it was. Wait for that
0: one. Because <laughs> that one's really hard.
1: The best part is that, like, after we make these, we get to eat it.
0: <laughs> yeah. She totally ate one hose ramen. I did. It was fucking delicious. Yes. Um, I didn't eat it because I did one for her. I didn't do... It wasn't the vegan one. It wasn't the vegan one. Though, the vegan ramen is good. It's really, really good. Yeah. I do the same thing except for, you know, obviously it's vegan. But anyways. Mm-hmm. Um, and the Inkigaya sandwich. I was going to stop. I totally forgot about that. Yeah. And... That's all I can remember right now. But those are the main ones. Oh, yeah. Taman Tayman has a recipe of, like, the stir fry beef thing. That sounds delicious. So we'll be doing that as well.
1: So just keep an eye out on that mm-hmm. and go to our YouTube and subscribe and stuff like that. And, of and course. And can somebody find out... Who likes the Korean corn dogs? Because I would love to do a recipe, but we need to find someone who actually eats it and likes it a lot. (laughs) So if you you follow me on
0: social media, you probably noticed that I did the Korean corn dogs because I just really wanted to try it. And I know I'm not going to be able to try it in Korea because they're made with real beef or pork. And I don't eat none of that. So I made my own vegan version. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And it was great. I fucking love it. I actually got to make some because my sister was like jealous and she wants them. Um... But, I mean, a V was eating it, but...
1: He was eating it, but, like, you know, is there another recipe that could be V's that, like, he really likes? We haven't found out yet. I mean, I'll do it. It might just end up being the corn dogs. I'll I'll do
0: it if you guys really want to know how I do the corn dogs. Votes! (laughs) (laughs) And we'll just put V's face eating it, you know, in the picture, and pretend that it's that. But, um, Yeah. So, if you want that we could do it. It's fine. Or any other. It doesn't have to be Korean. Like we did Jackson, he's Chinese, you know.
1: Yeah, so. that's true. And then of course, we're going to be we're going to be doing Mark and he's no, not Mark. Well, Mark is Taiwanese. Bam bam. And bam, bam bam, he's Thai. <laughs> we so, did not one for yeah. Mark yet. No, we did. We did one already for Mark.
0: Yeah, I'm saying. Yes. We did Mark. He's Chinese. He's Taiwanese.
1: So, you know. I forgot him and his fucking high school college ramyeon meal
0: <laughs> yeah exactly so anyway so just let us know and we'll do them
1: goodbye <laughs> <laughs> again please nobody cancel J-Hope okay uh, don't cancel J-Hope please? we love J-Hope okay? J-Hope just you know don't we especially don't do love again, and if you do just expect that people will be upset <laughs> be not
0: we love J-Hope also love J-Hope we love J-Hope.
1: Chicken noodle soup and <laughs> <laughs> Sprite.
0: So, I know we'll put a Sprite in the video. Um, but I know I was gonna say I love J-Hope in his Dior outfit. Oh my
1: god! Oh my god! And I oh my god! You know what? Look, I have to say this. You did a phenomenal job. Okay, it was great. Music video was great. The dancing was fucking great. The, the freaking the fact that it was Becky G singing Spanish and then him singing Korean and then English. Clash it great. cultures. It was amazing. It was amazing okay now also, that i hot. know that you've done your due respect i can give you your due respect and say you killed that shit he looked hot
0: as fuck hmm? he looked hot as he looked great he, listen he looked in great. the very beginning it's like he's coming for me
1: he was coming for everybody
0: he's coming for everybody but he these,
1: came for the car
0: <laughs> <Jesus>. <laughs> and i love the chicken car
1: okay bye okay bye <laughs>